Welcome back, guys. We are here at another episode of today's Tech Trends Podcast number 28. We have our special, our very, very, very special co-host that co-hosts on whenever we're live. His name is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, guys. And today we actually got some special topics that kind of fascinates the world, mind boggles everything. Over the last few weeks, we have several discussions on, on the actual podcast for, not podcast, but to actually for Apple and AMD and stuff like that. All that, all that Everything's been going on. Special bulletins been coming out. New articles, new, what do you call, what do you call those, Joe? The new, thing, this is the, the year, the season for new things to be coming out? Oh, yeah, just new technology, new um, uh, proto- prototypes. Yep, so this is the time of season. So let's go ahead and get started on these articles. First article we got here is a bunch of Linux is now running on M1 Mac. What do you think about that, Joe? Do you think that's a good deal, running a bunch of Linux on the M1 chips? Well, I think it's awesome. I mean, um, more people want to get into Linux. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure if this makes it any easier, but it's I guess it's now compatible more. I don't think uh, I think Apple's not um, uh, sponsoring this. They're not like okay with it, you know. Is that right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So this is like um, them trying to go around this. Um, yep. I think Apple had a lawsuit. Um, you know, trying to um, you know over the iOS security testing tool. Um, so I. My my brother is way more into Linux than I am. How about you? Do you do some Linux? I have used Linux on my Windows PC. I do dual boot into Linux as well. Uh, but at this point in time, I haven't done dual boot in in a couple a few years. I do install. I do have it. I do have it installed as a virtual machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. I I've been you know what, it, what I think what it is is they say like there's less clutter on it right there's like less resources used for shiny graphics if you don't want it right um, but I don't um, uh, apart from that I don't know <laughs> I just haven't got into it you know yeah I like I know there's like some you there, there are some you know just tutorials out there and there's some ways to make it easier on yourself yeah definitely definitely. Um, but yeah, I just um, I just wonder what more, uh, how much com- more capacity or s- performance are you gonna get running uh, Linux on a M1 chip? Yeah, because almost and, oh, Linux and Mac or and Unix and a bunch of are all almost the uh, the same type of core operating system. I just wonder how much more of a faster performance you will get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I apologize. I don't know much about, um, I just don't know enough about, uh, M1 Max and, uh, Linux. Um, but, uh, it's always cool to see people do workarounds and get Linux running on more systems than ever before. Cause Linux is, you know, in a way, um, helping everybody else, you know, lower the price of Microsoft and, uh, Mac iOS, you know, and, um, it's open source and it's free and you can't beat that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if a lot of people put a lot of effort into making Linux amazing, you know, um, I don't see why I don't see why uh, it shouldn't be like allowed in more things. I understand, you know, we have some other articles talking about that too, you know, about um, correct. 
we, we talked about like you know with uh apple and uh uh epic games you know like closed Correct. circuits markets you know um and yeah linux is pretty cool because it doesn't they're not trying to get any money they're taking they probably take donations but they're not really like based on profit correct and that's the best that's the best thing so you can't really like you can't really beat them unless you really like close off everything and there's almost there's almost always a workaround definitely there's always is a workaround on things just it's how just much that... work how much work you're gonna put into it correct correct and, and, and if other people are gonna like really help you yep definitely i just wonder how apple's gonna handle this situation further yeah because they usually you know they want they pride themselves on having their closed circuit and their their security on their Macs. Yep, so, it's it's so and secure. Think, and I think they're thinking that like Linux is less secure. Uh, yeah, that's what they're saying. But I really I, I, think I don't know either way. I, I don't think that it is. I think it's just there. It's the same thing. Even uh, Unix is almost all the same. It's just that Mac has a graphical interface, and Ubuntu does too. Okay. okay so this is no questions guys um if you do have any questions feel free to comment at the end we'll will answer any of your questions during at the end of each section so we actually we're moving on to the next topic which is what's what's an uncertified android device what when you hear joe uncertain uh, uncertified android device what do you think of that as what's in, what is that what in your opinion without having read the articles just by looking at that what do you think of this mm, i think maybe someone who didn't you know they, they produced an android and they didn't you know they didn't get uh google's blessing and they just put it out in the market and um and then also i think of like uh, the, the other ways i think of like jailbreaked um you know, correct. A a Androids that are, you know, the software is is totally, you know, like it's opened up, and you know, you no longer can like sell it, or you know, you might not be able to use certain features because you jailbreaked it. Yeah, that's what that's pretty much almost the same thing I'm about to say. Is like when I see uncertified, I'm seeing like you know that Google, Android, or Samsung didn't approve of the device. They just pushed it out into the market without their consent. So now it's actually Google and Android are actually trying to lock down those machines so that they they don't have to be able to get um, additional features like the certified phones and be able to just lock it down further, like almost like Mac does with their their operating systems and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think yeah. in I think in a good way it is it's good to have it certified. Because then you, the clients know that they're getting a actual legit phone, then it un versus an uncertified, which could actually lead to a lot of your data information leaking or uh, identity stuff stolen. That could be lingering stuff in the back end. What do you think about that? You think that's possible? Yeah. No, yeah, it definitely is. And you know, there's different ways of looking at consumer protection. Um, one is competition. So let's say, you know, you don't want to pay like a certification fee. Um, at the same time, there's, uh, you know, there's the benefit of being certified. You know, if you buy a power supply and it's rated at like titanium plus, 
you you know you want it to be titanium plus and if it's unrated then it should be unrated and, and say buyer beware and there should be like if, if they're gonna sell this uncertified then they need to advertise it as uncertified Correct. I think I think for consumer protections, you know, if you're if you're saying there's nothing wrong with uncertified, then you should have to label it uncertified Android. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of being uncertified. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you are ashamed of it, then there's something scammy going on. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, like I was saying, um, but just do it. Just put just let people know that it's going to be a certified or not. But for this situation, it does go into this this crazy article that Google is actually will stop be actually stop working with the Google messages on the sort of uncertified phones. What do you how do you feel about that that they're going to stop that around March or April? Well, are Google messages like your text messages? Uh yeah, as to what I'm knowing, Google messages yeah, some type of some type of text messages system that they have. Oh, I don't know. Um, if it's their proprietary software, then maybe they have the right to do that. You know, yeah. if, they, if if they develop the coding and everything, or they bought the coding, or yeah. Um, I feel like if they don't, if they have, if they have it, uns, if they have it uncertified, that means all your text messages, all your pictures, and everything could be leaked out to the world, because it's not being secured by like Google. Hmm. That's the way I feel. Like anything you text on, on an uncertified could actually be leaked and just be given out, and been used inappropriately. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's okay for Google to do that. Um, if they again, if they own it and it's theirs, you know. Um, that means if you're doing the Android, if you're if you're trying to get into the market and you need Google software, well then you should play with you should play with Google then. Yeah, you um, should partner up with them. And otherwise, otherwise, you. find your your own partners for messaging and other things. Correct. You know you can't force Google to give you your messenger. Yep. That Definitely. that's the free market of uh, you know. Yeah, it's almost like back in the day when we had our own phones. I don't rem- I don't know if you recall the T9 phones. No. It was all it was all one messaging. You don't remember the T9s? No, if I if I saw one I don't remember it as T9. I never knew, knew that name. T9 is where you have three letters under one number. And I still have, have those. I still have like a home phone that has that. Yeah, so whenever you need a text, you have to click like for the like for two, you have to click for like letter B three times. Two, yeah, two or three times just to get to the letter. I used to use that back in the day, and I was always frustrating with texting, man. I was like, man, they gotta come up with a keyboard for this. Well, because that takes forever, this, yeah. And, oh man, just a text text like a 10, 10 words or twenty words that would take like maybe like twenty minutes. Versus this this now, and I do think that Google should actually be restricting other uncertified phones, like I said, because of mm-hmm. it, it is their proprietary. Is like the way it was back in the day. T nines it was protected. It was only used by only this type of company, and that and that was that. And it w- and they, everything was being secured. Compared to like you now, you're going uncertified now. Everything just could be God. God knows what what could be happening on the other side. On the uncertified phones, or it could be running in the background. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, buyer beware if they have to like. It's like any any other consumer thing. I feel like you have to label how much sat, saturated fat or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That should be on there. 
Yep. You had to follow by the rules, by what's being pushed out, by the economy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, next topic. We actually got some amazing features here. Many people wonder, are these real or not? The RTX 3080 sneakers. I was like, whoa, what is that? Is that legit or not? What do you think of that, Joe? When, you, when, I, when I told you about this, Joe, what went through your mind? Well, at first I was at first when I looked at the image, I didn't look deep into it. I thought it was just like the RTX like graphics card looking, you know, like the pl- the plating was just uh-huh. on the outside and you could actually wear the shoe. But then when you look at it closer, you realize that there's actually electronic parts in there and, and there's no room for your shoe at all. Yeah, I, when I thought, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, bad man! That's bad. Bad A has the RTX symbol. It has all this stuff. It had looks like a computer type, and I thought it was like a shoe. But then when I saw inside, and I was like, "What? It's computer? Yeah, it's, it's computer got like a, it's got like a miniature motherboard and a water cooler in there." Yeah, I was like, Cause, "What is that?" Because it was like a like a, you know your eyes place tricks on you. Yep, I was looking at the bottom with the RTX thirty eighty. And then I looked at the right shoe and it didn't show like a lot of like technical stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was actually like maybe somebody like just took shoes and you could actually wear them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I I, I, th- I I even thought that maybe, you know what, maybe this it, it's a graphics card inside of a case that looks like a shoe. You could open it up, take the graphics card out and put it in the computer. I thought it was like that, but it's not really. Well, and and I don't know. I mean, I haven't gone to like uh, to see whether he he might actually be able to if he has like a like an HDMI cable or something. He might actually be able to connect to something else. But I'm not sure if it's just like just for show because it does have a working fan and it does look like it has like uh, RGB. Yep. So I assume that that it's plugged into something or it's got its own battery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just so, so epic crazy on how that looks. Yeah, the joke is, you know, if a lot of the graphics cards you look out there, you're trying to find one. Like the 3060 Ti is sold out everywhere, or other ones like 3080, and everybody on eBay, you know, everybody's selling them on eBay trying to make a profit, you know. Uh, so they're joking that this is probably the only 3080 you can actually get. Yeah. So futuristic, so futuristic. But it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, just wouldn't be very functional because, like, the shroud—that's what they call like the RTX thirty eighty part—is yeah. actually lower than the treads on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> you'd, be, <laughs> you'd be, you'd be, you'd be slanted. You'd be like getting like <laughs> ulcers. <laughs> Man, so, I feel sorry for most people. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty. It's very pretty to look at. Yeah, so I could be like a collectible or something. Yeah, that's what that that's what they were talking they were talking about. This maybe a collect uh like a master collection type deal. Yeah, like I could see they did if they did this like if uh if the shoe was styled in some kind of video game, right? Some yep. character was wearing some kind of shoe like this. So and even that, that game could like sponsor the RTX 38 or 3080, you know, they could have that on their character. You're just giving these companies these companies more ideas, Joe. Yeah, they can steal your ideas. Go ahead. Yeah, it's awesome. Steal <laughs> <laughs> Joe's ideas. <laughs> that would be the best. Uh, the best compliment. Best compliment. And I would love to see these in person one day. 
hopefully maybe we will yeah it's pretty sweet i can't get i can't get over how purple how purple it looks inside yeah purple's a sweet color especially leds you know like just magical yeah definitely man so we are moving on to the next topic because that was a very interesting one um european commission finds valve 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 Capcom, yeah, Zenimax, and other 9.4 million antitrust ruling. What do you think about what do you think happened here, Joe? Well, like, it's um, a thing that it's a thing that I've never had fully explained to me, but companies like Blizzard or other companies, they sell their you know their software to other countries at different rates based on that economy. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'll sell the game here for $60, but in Bolivia, I'll sell it for blah, 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 blah. And it might be like in the U.S. equivalency of dollars, it might be way less, you know? Um, mm -hmm. These companies, Valve, Capcom, Zenimax, and others, um, they say they're uh, Focus Home Interactive, uh, Coke Media, um, Bandai Namco, they they put for a certain country or region a certain price and then you can't buy it from like you can't buy it cheaper if, if it's selling in england for cheaper or france or something but the argument is that the european union encompasses all of these countries and that they're one market and that if one country is selling it for cheaper you have the right to go buy it from that country but steam and these companies made it so that it was locked to geographical and I'm not sure if people bought it just like some people just made, bought it by accident. Like they didn't know that it was geo uh, landlocked, you know? So if I, if I lived in France and I didn't know it only worked in Germany, for some reason I'm a, you know, ignorant consumer and I bought it anyway. Now I can't use it in France when I try to load it up on steam. And now I've like lost my money. You could probably ask steam for uh, like a refund, but um, it's still annoying. And you people would argue that you know i should be able to buy since i'm in the european union i should be able to buy it at the same price or lower yeah yep definitely so like a, i guess more of a free market yeah, and definitely and what we learned from this case is you know every court case if you actually admit some wrongdoing the fines are less correct i've heard about that yeah, so the, like almost all of them, they say that the article was saying there's some controversy as to whether Valve was actually like helping out, you know, actually admitting some guilt. Um, but they say they had they did, and the biggest uh, fine went to um, Focus Home Interactive, um, which was 3.4 million, even with a reduction. Interesting. So, um. I guess I'm in favor of what happened because, you know, you, I don't know. You'd hope that the United States, that one price fed everybody, you know, like, Oh, if they're selling it cheaper in Texas, I should be able to buy it in Minnesota. I don't know. What do people think about it? What do you think about this, Renee? Ah, oh, man, it's just a crazy world. What uh, What's going on? Because, I don't know, like, basically it's kind of like discrimination maybe. 
That's what that's what I was gonna say. It's like it say does like, sound like okay, I want to I want to charge Texans more for my game because they can pay more. Correct. Like that's it's basically like saying you're richer, so I'm gonna charge you more. Or it could be other ways. I mean, it's usually about that. I mean, that that'd be the smartest thing, right? Because businesses are about economics, right? Correct. That's what they see it. It's all but about it could, the money. Yeah. Yeah, and that would be the, that'd be the, the ways to be like, oh, Bolivia, I could sell more than um, Estonia or Hungary or something. Or... Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so you yeah. know, if you bought if you bought one of those games, you know, just go try to get your refund on Valve. Valve does a really good job with refunds. So you yeah. know a lot about you know a lot about Valve, don't you? Yeah, I use I use Steam all the time. Yeah. Oh, so Valve is with Steam. Yes, Valve with Steam and VR and stuff like that, and you know Half Life and yeah, huh. Steam is Steam is really good. Like, um, basically, all my games are downloaded into Steam. Yeah, except for be- like some games like League of Legends or something. See, like for me, it's like way beyond that. I don't know anything about Valve. I didn't even know that it was part of Steam. Yeah. Steam's really cool because it's a lot like Discord. It's um, you know, you can have a lot of friends on there, and you have like there's stores and communities, and you know, it's pretty nice because then you can have all your games listed in one area, and you can. It's just really cool. It's a cool interface. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. It's pretty. And cool. you can, they have huge sales, so they're like a really discounted place. Very very interesting. Yeah, they have a they have a once a year Steam sale that's huge. So Valve's a really cool company. They're the ones gotta, that really pu- they're the ones that really pushed um VR. I gotta look into this more. Yeah. This Valve company. Yeah, you should download Valve and make an account and get involved. Uh, maybe. As long as they don't steal my money. No, no. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Like Valve is cool. Like you can gift people games and stuff. There's like a huge community. It's just really there's a lot of um, there's a lot a lot of capability, so that's my plug for Valve. <laughs> I so we go on uh, to the next topic. Yeah, the next one is the one of the most famous things that we've talked about in the last couple of weeks: internet censorship. What does it look like? What do you think about that, Joe? We talk. I know we talked about this numerous times. Internet shut. The internet censorship. Do you think yeah. that they should be doing censorships? I personally am against censorship in, in most cases. Um, I think you should be able to uh, censor certain words, right? Yep. Like you should be able to like, like asterisk them, right? Yeah. If you don't want certain derogatory words or certain swears or whatnot, you can do that, you know, but I don't think we should like, I don't know. You know, when people are, they had a disagreement about whether there's fake news or other kind of things, you know. Um, I understand some people are easily manipulated, but that yep, goes, no that goes with any media. You know, right. I could say, I could say that anything like, oh, look, this certain so uh, um, corporation on TV is pushing this one thing, this new product. Do they have any, like, are they all like buying stocks in that company and pushing that product? You know, like my point is that there's, there's always hidden motives. Um, Censorship, you know, like there's a lot of different ways of censorship, you know, censorship is like what you promote, 
you know, yeah. like not even like getting rid of what I have. If I put something on Facebook or something, but you're like, these are the ads you allow. You censor ads or you censor news stories. And you're like, oh, we're going to push this one story, you know, like a certain news corporation and they're going to be like front page or something. You know, that's one form of censorship that people don't usually think about. Also, did you also hear that? Um, why did uh, Uganda cut off the Internet access? Um, I believe it was uh, because wasn't it because uh, there were some elections going on? Correct. Correct. It's because they were. Uh, it was capitalized well, were, on Facebook, yeah, they were Twitter. trying to hold uh, the government um, accountable for manipulating online conversations. Correct. I was about to read that. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely one of the thing is, but. Um, but do you think that, that, that was right for them to do that? Cut everybody off for that reason? Well, I don't think so. Cause I think it's kind of like hypocritical, right? Because Facebook saying like, well, we can do it when we want to do it, but when a different government we don't agree with does it, it's wrong, but we can do it. You know, like we know what moral rightness is and they don't know what moral rightness is. It's kind of culturally, um, insensitive in a way i guess you know um i don't know you know what i mean i don't know there's just so many ways to look at it there's always another opinion there's always it's always subjective and somebody will argue oh you didn't shut down the internet to prevent a certain riot or a certain whatever right but at the same time though maybe uh you know people needed to know about the riot right like there's that's if you shut down the internet people aren't knowing there's a riot going on correct you know and so like I don't know. I, I just don't agree with a lot of censorship. I think um, when you when you censor stuff, you just you you lower the bar for everything. Everything Correct. like brings us brings us back to like caveman. Definitely, and like saying, there's no yeah, there's no way we could get uh, media like news media instantly right at that spot without knowing it through social media. Well, social media it, brings us everything, all the information at our at our fingertips. Well, and I always say that bad speech is counteracted by good speech. So if you think something's bad out there, I don't think you should censor it. I think you should put good speech out onto the internet. Correct. If you Definitely. can't produce, if you can't produce good stuff on the internet, well, then maybe the bad stuff actually like deserves to be out there. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you the bad stuff exists because there's a vacuum of good stuff. So maybe we need to all make make more positive things or you know push good ideas or something, and then you won't you know there won't be such a need for all the bad stuff that people want to censor. You know, definitely, it's just different opinions. You know, if I if I have an opinion and you think your opinion's better and wants to win out the win out the day, well, if you don't put it out there, your opinion's never going to win. In my opinion. And if you, but if you shut down my opinion, you censor it. Some people think then that means that opinion is actually valid. Correct. Like there's actually something legitimate to that. And someone's trying to cover it up. So you can get sure. more fanatical because you're like, oh, yeah, there's a conspiracy. Like that topic, they don't want that topic talked about. Correct. And, in, and instead, you should have let everybody talk about it because then we can, like, we can figure out what's dumb and what's not dumb. It's like when it's like when YouTube shuts down, shuts down all of a sudden. Global, 
I don't know if you remember that, Joe, that whole internet shuts down and then there's like like 20 different types of conspiracies behind why YouTube shut down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that. What when was that? Oh man, I think that was like a, a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't it happened there. It happened um I think one one other time recently, but I think it was only in a country, but don't know too much about it that one but i know the other one was something they, there was like 20 different things and i don't i don't want to be i don't want to bring speculations into that into this conversation but yeah they did they, they, they there's several people speculating that they shut it down for um on purpose because something was happening at that particular time and they didn't yeah. want people to know what was going on and i don't it know was, we don't know what the, what it was correct and and it could have just been a technical error we don't know correct they could have just like had like their servers were just overwhelmed or something or just some some like virus got in there or some just somebody <laughs> flipped the wrong switch and yeah ca- shut down a everything. cascade effect of trust me I've actually shut down a whole network accidentally trust yeah. me on that if if I could do that mistake one company could actually shut down the whole a whole YouTube it's possible <laughs> yeah it could be but somebody but if that happens somebody's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i wouldn't want that i wouldn't i don't want that position well yeah because that's a decent amount of lost income <laughs> yeah that's like maybe that's like 30 how, guess how much how, like if that was down for a like a long time that's like a lot of ad space that's not being out there correct and and especially this company and imagine how much how much money the the internet lost in in that time frame when they actually shut it down yeah. Because it's all ads are performing on there. You got your net. You use networks. You got so on uh, newspaper articles online. The subscription. You know everything. It's all on the web. So just that time from getting shut down, they lose that much money, yeah. and they're and I, gonna lose it. Yeah. If I go back into the social aspect of one more second, go for you it. know, when people think like different platforms like Twitter or Facebook or something, they shut down, you know, certain groups because they think they're too inflammatory. Well, then those groups usually go find somewhere else to talk about it. And then they become more radical because they don't have anybody. They're not in the, you're, you're isolating them. Yep. They're not in a social, they're not in the, like the internet, you know, social sphere where Correct. people can actually comment on what they say and say, you're wrong. Correct. So you're like, then, then they, they feed on each other and they're like, oh yeah, I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, you're right. And, and they don't get any, going. they don't get any counterpoints. Correct. So if you want you want civility, you actually have to let arguments happen on the internet. Correct. And then uh yes, the internet has been restored. Thank God. No more (laughs) money lost. And then uh was this an isolated issue? No. The government here regularly restricts the internet, has become an adept in shutting down or manipulating the internet to control people and their information. Yeah. And that, that's kind of BS. There's no more there in that area. They don't have no freedom of speech. I'm assuming. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And so, you know, we're concerned about, you know, just the internet being down in, in general is just, it's bad for so many reasons. It, people need to get a hold of people, people for jobs, for, you know, for commerce, you know, it depends, you know, there's just so many things that, you know, it's just not, it doesn't make sense to just put an eraser on everything and then say, okay, we've, we've solved the problem. 
yeah definitely dude definitely and also to um what's the do you think that there's any type of impact in business and their work meaning what do you think there's any type of impact like anything like they like companies losing uh getting people getting fired because they didn't get to finish their jobs or any anything else in your opinion like any type well, of impact that's that is the, that is an argument about cascade effect that if these countries shut down their internet then it could negatively negatively affect their country overall and then that would make even more reason to shut down in the future because now your country is hurting for money more than it was before and now you have more political discourse because you know you have more radical ideas because you you like the, the poorer you get you know the more desperate you get you know like you know what i mean it just it's going to be like you want the country to be richer and when people are richer they're more satisfied they're not going to be radical as much and so shutting down the internet just makes your country it's like shooting yourself in the foot it just so pretty makes much your country so let's just pretty much saying is that this company was trying to sell a million dollar a million dollar product to an american uh American company or a Chinese company, and then the internet cuts off, and then it isn't gonna finish the transaction. So the other company will probably go to a different company. Yeah, timelines. You know, it depends on how fast you need that product, and even even it's not a million dollar product if it's you know hundred dollars or whatever. You know, like many transactions. You know, like drops in the bucket and just adds up to a waterfall and. I feel bad for these companies that were probably in the middle of this of a transition or a sale and then this gets cut off millions of dollars spent or maybe thousands yeah like they think they have a really good idea and they want to they want to go find somebody else or maybe the, even the uh, internet's down for a few days even maybe a brand new invention or brand new um software that's about to be released to the public this gets it gets ruined mm -hmm. interesting so very very interesting I think it's yeah. I think it's definitely a bad idea to shut down the internet for many many reasons. That is very very interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna bring in an extra special topic, Joe. Sure. For this weekend, I don't know if you heard about the NASA Moxie. No, what's that? I will be creating oxygen on Mars. Oh, cool. How do they do that? You know. Well, the only thing I know much about it. Is that? Uh, da, 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 let me read it. It okay. It Moxie pulls in air using the pump, and it uses an electro electrochemical process to separate two oxygen atoms from each carbon dioxide molecule. As the gases flow through the system, they are analyzed to check how much oxygen has been produced, how pure it is, and how efficiently the machine operates. After the experiment is run, all the gases are minted back into the atmosphere cool they're saying so, that they're going to launch several of these to mars and actually be able to produce oxygen and be able to oxidize the, the atmosphere yeah i see that it says there was a launch date july 30th 2020 correct so i'm curious when it's going to get there i am curious too and they're saying that that the uh, people when we get to mars that it actually be there it actually be there already set and already producing oxygen so it makes it like trees. Um, did they yeah, say how just, many they, how many they sent there? Or I has not have not sent said anything about that. That was it's called just NASA Moxie device that creates oxygen on Mars. I think Imagine this is a how, topic to look up into more. Well, we we'll probably cover it next week. I got to make sure I 
keep this topic because uh, I'm very fascinated by this. This is pretty nuts. Yeah, because it th- it's like a tree, a portable tree. <laughs> well, a it's pretty cool because like, yeah, it's it's cool. See how many how many they're gonna send there, and you know what? If they what if they can. I don't know. Like how many of them do they <laughs> how many of them do they need in a certain area before it's like you might be able to breathe in that area? Yeah. You know? I'm not sure if like Mars has like giant wind gusts or something that like <laughs> take all your oxygen away. Yeah, they do have they do have a dust storm. Yeah. So I don't know how that this is going to work with that. They haven't said too much about it and it does it does pull carbon dioxide, you know, that's in the air and it's I think this this could revolutionize the uh, the world, even our galaxy. <laughs> well, this is like terraforming, and I guess uh, it, I see that the low gravity of Mars allows for much greater wind speeds at times. So, they got to put a lot of these, or they're gonna, what they're going to do is they're going to I don't know. They're, they're, I guess they're shipping these in, um, you know, it, it'll be, maybe it's going to be used for some kind of like bunker or something. Correct. There, I think they're. I think they're. So they're not going to use open. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were going to use like a, a terraform, like a, a like a shelter, some kind of shelter, and then produce oxygen so we could live there for a while, and then then actually be uh, be able to transform yeah. terraform yeah, it's the like, Mars. Yeah, they're they're shipping a whole bunch of stuff ahead of time, and then so it's like can... it's like when you move from one house to another house, you got to ship all the stuff there, and then you arrive after like most of the stuff's been there by like all the U-Haul people and stuff. Correct. Then you start organizing everything. Because it's gonna take—I don't know how long the trip is. It's like, isn't it a couple of years? Uh, I thought I think it was sixteen months to get to Mars. Okay, so almost two years. Yeah, because it, it, they, what they use Here. is that that every because one uh two uh two Earth years is a year in Mar on Mars. Oh, I guess they're trying to actually get the um the Mars journey to below six months. Yeah, so I don't know. So it's it's been it's been shortened. I'm guessing because how small this is. But still, six months is a decent amount of time if you're going to spend time on Mars. Yeah, because you're you're you know you're losing bone density when you're on the trip. You're losing bone density when you're on Mars because even though it has gravity, it has less than Earth, and then you lose bone when you come back. Yeah. And how they, long are you going to get people to commit to staying on Mars? Correct. So we could look more. You could look more into this during the week. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Topic. Yeah. People want to know more about this. This was one of my topics from like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet what they're what they're doing with Mars. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I personally think that like Mars and a few other um, planets in our uh, solar system are are basically the limits that we'll be able to do. Like maybe mm-hmm. one or two outside of our solar system. But I don't, I don't know. Space travel is very complicated because the distance between planets and everything um, are great, and acceleration and just yeah. There's so many things like losing bone density and what can go wrong. Definitely. So we could, we could have some some cool successes on some planets, but um, yeah. Definitely. I just don't think I just don't think we're going to be like Star Trek. Uh, you never know. <laughs> it might somebody, be in our lifetime. Somebody prove us wrong and invent everything in Star Trek. And it will. We're per, if you'd like to uh, person be on here, talk about it more. We'll be glad to have you on here. Talk more about that. Yeah, come on, come on YouTube, and we, you know, we're streaming from YouTube. 
Yep, definitely. Well, this is definitely going to end the podcast, guys. Um, hopefully, y'all did enjoy it. I know I did. I know I'm pretty sure. Joe, what do you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot of good topics, and especially our Mars talk. Yeah, definitely. I love talking about space. That's one thing, uh, one of my favorite topics in the world. Uh, but yeah, if you did like it, make sure you smash that thumbs up, and don't forget to um, subscribe to this channel. And we're going to keep making this yeah, type yeah, of content. Follow us on wherever you get your podcasts and uh, wherever you watch your videos. Yeah, we're also on multiple platforms. Uh, we'll be posting our links down below to show you where we're on on Anchor and uh, Spotify, Google, a Apple. We'll show you all that down below. Make sure if you if you didn't hear us here, you could hear us there. If you're on the road or whatever. Hey, yeah, sure we're on, you, we're on Facebook. Yep, definitely. And um, anything else you want to throw in, Joe? No, just uh, have a great week. Stay safe out there. So. Peace.